Hello, 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 and welcome. It's Dr. Barry, MD again, here back again for another exciting episode of the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Of course, we're broadcasting live on one of the, or the best internet radio station in the entire universe or the entire multiverse, Afro Vibes Radio. Of course, this is where you find the finest in Afro Vibes, or sorry, Afro Beat Music, streaming 24 hours a day on the illustrious website. You can find it at www.afrovibesradio.com. Also, they have an app. I know everyone likes apps. Check it out on the Google Play Store, as well as the iTunes, or I should say the iTunes Store, actually, yes, the App Store. Of course, that's not the only place you can see the show. You can also check us out on SoundCloud. HWC Podcast can be found at SoundCloud page, which is on www.soundcloud.com backslash HWConnection. <clears throat> and lastly, don't forget social media. Very important. Check us out. Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. That's D R B as in boy, A R R Y M D as in dog website where a lot of great information can be located as well my own personal blog www.controlyourweightw8.com alright now enough of the promo crap back to the show today even though I sound upbeat it's going to be actually a serious topic it's about depression um, depression has been obviously a big topic in the news lately given all the high profile celebrities who unfortunately decided taking their life was the solution um, they wanted to choose and it's unfortunate uh, especially given the recent deaths of the famous famous uh, designer Kate Spade who recently um, lost her battle with depression with suicide as well as Anthony Bourdain another very famous chef I was a huge fan of his and uh, unfortunately he decided to end his life as well and the reasons behind depression and suicide are very complex but Today, I wanted to kind of focus on just the concept of depression. What is it? You know, something that people, a lot of people are suffering from. I mean, I actually realize it. You know, of course, on my show, I like to talk about things to help you reduce stress and stay relaxed and cope. I cope or prep your body to be able to cope better in the system that we're in, which is very, you know, tumultuous and very stressful. But really understanding the importance of identifying signs of depression and making sure you're not someone who may be unknowingly suffering from it and before it comes too late and it takes over your entire life you want to make sure you identify it and try to find ways to address it and hopefully I'll give you some tips today to help you kind of figure that out and or if you have loved ones or friends you think may be going through it and they may not be realizing it hopefully you can take some uh, these these uh, tidbits and uh, you know help someone in need a lot of times people who are suffering from depression are, are too embarrassed or too concerned to bring it up because a lot of people are f- always feel guilty about putting their issues on other people. So a lot of times if there's someone you you care about who you see acting or behaving in a way that concerns you, it's definitely um, not a bad idea to you know bring up your concerns about their behavior and, and see whether or not you know a little you know conversation can maybe of aid to them. <clears throat> now the thing about depression. It's a complex, you know, 
term because it's a, it sounds simple on the surface, but there's a lot of deep, deep layers there that really need to be analyzed. Now, before we get any deeper, let's just talk about depression exactly what it is and what it's about. Now, the official definition from the American Psychiatric Association states that depression, also known as major depressive disorder, is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, comma, the way you think, and how you act. Now, you know, that seems pretty straightforward. And um, the good news is that it is treatable. And uh, the thing about depression is that it can make you feel so sad and, you know, so out of it that you really lose interest in things that you once enjoyed. This is like people, activities, things. And that's, um, you know, one of the things you can notice in someone that may or may not be suffering from depression. And that's why I, I challenge everyone, if you or your loved one that you, you're close to or even a friend, you know, having similar symptoms or something, you know, similar to what we're describing today, you know, maybe consider talking to that friend and ask them if everything's okay. <clears throat> now, some of the symptoms that you look for in patients who have mild to severe forms of depression can include things like feeling sad or having a depressed mood, just wake up depressed and upset. You know, it's, it's, it's usually a good idea to try not to wake up upset, but sometimes depression causes those kind of moods to be just there all the time. So, you know, that's something that you can notice in folks who may be having issues. Secondly, is losing interest or pleasure in activities that you once enjoyed. If you have, you know, friends who you know were always going out to the park and doing this and doing that, and all of a sudden they just stop doing it and they're just at home or just kind of in bed all day, that's that's a, that's a, that's the sign. And which actually goes on to one of the other signs you can see in patients who may or may not be suffering from depression: trouble sleeping or sleeping too much. People who you've noticed that were used to be up and at them, productive, are now sleeping, you know, excessively. 12, 24 hours a day, even not getting out of bed, you know, or just unable to sleep, just tossing and turning and unable to really get any rest to the point where they're just tired constantly. Um, it could be a sign of a bad bed <laughs> or depression. So, you know, I would think that's something you should definitely look at. And that will usually play into the next symptom, which is loss of energy and, and always tired. You know, some people who suffer from fatigue, chronic fatigue, a lot of times it's depression because they're not getting good sleep. And as a result, they're feeling sad and just a self-perpetuating cycle of, of misery. So um, in addition to getting a good, nice mattress, therapeutic, I recommend you definitely want <clears throat> to look out for people you've noticed who've suddenly become tired and withdrawn and introverted, um, seemingly all of a sudden. <clears throat> <clears throat> and another concern that you see people who may be having issues with depression is feelings of worthlessness or constant guilt. You know, if people, you see them sort of blaming themselves for things that you probably think is not directly linked to them, but somehow they've decided that they're going to take the blame or take the, uh, <clears throat> the guilt associated with whatever thing is going on in their life. And they overly beat themselves up behind it. That can definitely be a sign that, you know, there's some serious depression issues lying and, you know, um, someone may need to, you know, help them out. And of course, thoughts of death or suicide. Now, that's always very serious. If someone mentions anyway, hey, I want to kill myself, yada, yada, yada. Joking or not, that's something that definitely I would challenge everyone to try and really, really clarify with that person before you dismiss it as some, you know, harmless dialogue. <clears throat> One thing we see as a, you know, my night job, actually, I am a night doc for that, for the, for the, for the record, but I work in the ER and I, and I see a lot of depressed people who come by and they, 
Now, tell me about things about, you know, things are going through. And one thing I've noticed amongst patients who I discuss with regarding their issues with depression is that many people just have a hard time really listening to them. And that's one thing that I challenge folks who, who may know folks who have similar signs or have signs that are concerning to really try and <clears throat> open up a dialogue and try to talk to someone you feel may be changing behavioral patterns all of a sudden and seems to be exhibiting some of these signs we've just discussed. And uh, you realize a lot of times people just really need to have something they can confide in and that by itself can do wonders for helping people manage depression, which is what we're talking about on the flip side. Ways we can help folks who are officially or dealing with depression, ways you can help you know, aid them as well as if you have depression, you know, ways you can help yourself and tips you can maybe help figure out that it can enable you to you know, <clears throat> improve your overall perception of life. And, uh, you know, while we say these things about depression and we just kind of mention them casually, even though, well, not casually, we're talking about them, but we're just kind of mentioning some of these signs. The thing about depression and, and how it's how prevalent it is, especially in in the United States, it, it's quite, quite prevalent. For instance, depression, they feel uh, or the official numbers from the again, American Psychiatric Association affects one in 15 adults. Right. That's about six point seven percent of, of people all over the country. Excuse me. And about one in six people will experience depression sometime in their life. So this is something that most people you, you've run into. Um, it's actually one in six have actually had a, a bout of depression um, one time in their life. And uh, depression it can happen whenever, but commonly it's a, it, it appears typically in the late teens to mid twenties. So um, and 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 um, and as far as gender is concerned, women. Are more likely than men to experience depression. <coughs> Excuse me. But our men are usually more successful in suicide. So, at the end of the day, no one wins. This is uh, something that affects everybody, and we really have to figure out the best possible way to deal with this, <clears throat> so that we can minimize, you know, you know, death, which is the unfortunate conclusion in untreated depression. So, um, and think about treatment. Treatment with depression is a lot of different ways. Other different avenues and treatment strategies that are that are out there. Um, of course, medication is is big, and that's something that's used, and uh, that can definitely be helpful. So, medication, if used, should really be done in conjunction with a psychiatrist who's really qualified and and um, you know you know qualified to diagnose and treat mental disorders. So, um, that's definitely a, a way that um, depression can be addressed. Um, psychotherapy is also very popular and, and there's a lot of other ways that, that, that are, people have used to manage depression but I want to talk about some coping mechanisms that maybe you can employ as well um, that anyone can use and we'll talk about that you know after the break that maybe everyone should you know, or those listening should consider if they're if they themselves are having issues with depression or you're uh, you know interacting with someone you feel may potentially be having symptoms consistent with depression and ways you can maybe figure out ways to open up the dialogue and potentially help them if they need it. Now, they may be mad at you, which is <laughs> a very real possibility, but I don't think anyone who truly values someone's friendship would be uh, very upset with someone who was, you know, genuinely concerned. And uh, I think um, <clears throat> anyone who potentially 
may be dealing with a friend who may have depression um, that that depressed or or potentially depressed person will probably be appreciative that that friend is taking the time out to you know talk to them so that being said we'll talk about more ways you can deal with depression and sorry, how to treat depression how to cope with depression how to help others cope with depression after the break thanks for tuning in to the hwc podcast Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Of course, broadcasting live on AfroVibesRadio.com as well as SoundCloud.com. Check us out. We here. Anyway, so thank you for joining us again. We were talking about depression in the first part of the show, and we're going to definitely continue that for the rest of the part, but we're going to focus on the flip side. I think the first part of the show, we talked more about how you can identify some of the signs of depression, be it yourself or in others. And, um, and that's really the first step in really dealing with depression is uh, de- determining that it's there and figuring out, you know, if that's the case. And if you do determine it's there, then the next step is dealing with it. And that's a very, you know, complex answer. Here, we're going to just kind of give you some basic tips on some of the more elementary ways you can uh, maybe try to deal with it. However, you know, ultimately, if all else fails, seeking professional help should always be in the back of um, your mind. As it's always important to realize that there's a huge legion of professionals who are out there, specially trained to deal with profession, who you know are very um, capable and can do all sorts of amazing things that you may not be aware of. So, definitely seeking a mental health professional is something everyone should do, especially if there's any concern that you are not able to handle it or there's difficulty in you know figuring out what to do at all because any delay can be potentially deadly but if you do you know figure out you want to try some basic steps before going that route um there's a couple tips you could maybe look into the first thing is you know trying to get support i know we mentioned it earlier um you know identifying people that you may be seeing or feeling maybe suffering from symptoms consistent with depression, or you may be feeling that you have such symptoms. Reaching out to people that are close to you, that you can confide in, is probably one of the most important things you can do. So reaching out and staying connected is very important because when dealing with um, depression on your own or with other people, um, a lot of times, you know, getting the courage to reach out to someone that you think may be understanding of your condition and confiding in them can be very difficult and that's something that you really have to you know learn to deal with as that's very important and can potentially be life-saving when you're dealing with depression most times people get depressed they want to kind of be by themselves and kind of think their way out of it and you know that can be very deadly because a lot of times depression itself results in the uh, the brain and and the mind engaging in pathological thinking thinking that could be self-destructive and quite deadly so it's always great to have someone else you can talk with and bounce ideas off of and thoughts and concerns and uh you know if if you're one of those people that don't have anyone you're close with no family no good friends no confidant you can really rely on then i think seeking professional help is of the utmost importance if you're someone who's religious or you find yourself part of a religious community 
seeking out the advice of a religious leader or a confidant is also a, a you know a strategy that can help as well. The key is finding a third party who can help you assist and deal with some of the issues that you may not be able to rationalize on your own. And uh, ideally, someone who's experienced in mental health is is is, is better in the sense that they have more experience dealing with similar situations and everyone knows that experience is usually a great way to gain true insight and knowledge that may not be available by simply reading about a certain item so it's very important that you stay connected with some somebody or somebody important and if you're someone who's noticing an individual who may be dealing with signs of depression reaching out and trying to connect with such individuals is also a good strategy to help you know minimize potential issues that can uh, potentially cost lives so um another thing that people do or i would say is a good idea in people who are dealing with depression or trying to overcome depression is try to embrace those things that make you feel good that make you energized uh, for instance for me i can tell you a personal anecdote when i'm feeling a little down i like to go to the gym now i know that's a kind of a uh <laughs> popular response but personally uh, you know going to the gym is a very cathartic thing for myself as it helps me deal with some of the stresses I've dealt with throughout the day and helps me relax as well you know, ironically enough now for others for you it may be knitting or potentially you know um, gardening or you know doing something that makes you relax and, and makes you feel happy and, and excited you know, it could be playing games if you're if you're a kid or if you're an adult, for that matter. So watching a good movie. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do that can help, you know, <clears throat> reinforce that sense of happiness and purpose. And, you know, it's different for everybody, obviously. So the key is <clears throat> doing those things that, you know, you enjoyed. And even if there's something more overbearing that is unable, that's, that's not allowing you to focus on those on those good things, doing them anyway is still you know, a very healthy way of dealing with some of those sad sensations and feelings you may be, you know, you know, you may be confronted with when dealing with depression. Another thing, too, that a lot of people also recommend, especially if you're someone who's trying to cope with depression or dealing with depression, is try to keep your stress and check or just really focusing on your health some of the basic things we, we mentioned especially in this podcast from previous previous episodes the importance of getting good sleep you know about eight hours not too much though you don't want to be there 24 hours and then wonder why you don't feel great because that's you know potentially detrimental keeping stress in check just try not to let things you can control stress you out um, if there's some issues that you're trying to face the last thing you want to do is allow additional stressors no matter how minor they may be to potentially further exacerbate whatever stress you're dealing with. So try to minimize other outside stressors as you focus on dealing with the main issue that's causing the depression. And of course, to support your health and which what things we've mentioned before as well, try to relax. Um, learning how to practice meditation or yoga or some sort of relaxation techniques that will help you kind of decompress and help you re- re- reduce some of the intense stress that you may be experiencing during this episode of depression that you may be facing. 
So health is obviously of, of the utmost importance um, in general, but especially when you're dealing with depression or helping others cope with depression, um, making sure people are doing everything they can to improve their health and maximizing their healthy activities is a great way to you know, help deal with some of the uh, side effects of severe depression. <clears throat> and that goes into my third step. Literally start exercising. While exercise is definitely part of the healthy activity you can get engaged in, exercise specifically is actually very effective in helping treat depression and is actually one of the more important tools in the recovery arsenal. There's a lot of research that actually shows that exercise specifically can be just as good as meditation in relieving depression. I told you I like to work out to help, you know, relieve just anxiety and stress, but there's research that has actually shown that at least 30 minutes of exercise a day can be enough to get those endorphins flowing that can actually help promote happiness and euphoria and wellness. Things that are, you know, ideal when dealing with someone or trying to improve someone's overall mood. So the key with exercise is that doing it regularly um, can not only treat depression, it can actually help stave off the signs of depression. Um, this is even more effective when pairing up with an exercise partner. So working out with someone that can help you, you know, discuss or figure out some of the issues you're dealing with that may be causing depression, as well as exercising, will actually help treat depression in multiple different angles. Now, in regards to using exercise to help when you better cope with depression, one of the main benefits of finding a partner to work out with is that in addition to working out, which is itself treating the depression, talking with others can be an excellent way to help you deal with other individuals who may, you know, have similar issues or maybe advice that can help you overcome such issues that may be leading to your depression. Furthermore, this is why groups become very helpful as well. Exercise groups like yoga classes, Zuma classes, or one of my favorites, Afrobeat dance classes, are excellent ways to meet other people as well as find people who may be able to offer advice, which is always a good idea when dealing with depression. Now, I'm not saying go to a class and start telling everybody your problems, but over time, a lot of times uh, friendships are formed and some of these friends are people that you may be able to confide in at a later date. Now, another thing that uh, people kind of tend to neglect when they're looking at ways to address their depression is by their diet. Now, people think diet is simply weight loss and everything else, and it is, and it's one of the big components of it. But food actually has a direct impact on the way you feel. I'm sure you've noticed after certain meals, especially Thanksgiving dinner or some really heavy meal, you tend to get tired and um, relaxed and start to kind of get more sedate. A lot of that is due to how your body adjusts to um, different foods and things you're introduced to. Heavier foods actually cause blood to be diverted from your brain and into your gut so that it can allow the intestines to process the food you just ingested. This is part of the reason why people get a bit tired. This also combined with some of the neurotransmitters that are stimulated by certain foods can also help with uh, or can also affect your mood and your, and your mentation. 
why this is, this is important because food definitely has an effect on your mood and people um, you know I'm sure have memories tied to certain great meals or great experiences again the senses are some of the very important things that your brain associates with certain memories so that you can have those uh, those permanent memories cemented and the food is a great example of that <clears throat> so with that being said you should really be very cognizant of what food you're putting into your body so you can help you know give your body a fighting chance in dealing with potential stressful situations <clears throat> stressful situations excuse me a lot of times those feel good heavy foods those quote unquote comfort foods high calorie high sugar baked goods pasta all this stuff um, a lot of these foods you know they're known to crash energy and crash your mood so again the comfort foods while they can comfort you they can sometimes do the exact opposite and result in depressed affect so one of the things you could do to help as far as modify your diet to help um reduce some of the effects that can lead to depression including boosting things like your vitamin b intake vitamin b intake is very important because it's number one one of the more important um, parts of um, actually one of the more important things your body uses to make uh, very important um, molecules including your red blood cells so b12 and folic acid very important when they're low they can actually result in a more depressed state for the individual with such an issue so good idea if you're feeling a little down consider b12 complex or just eat more leafy greens citrus fruits beans chicken and eggs also omega-3 fatty acids have been shown to be very helpful in stabilizing mood omega-3 is one of those very essential um nutritional items that you see in a lot of um seafood especially um salmon herring macro sardines tuna are all excellent source of omega-3s omega-3 is also helpful in the brain function and health um omega-3 is one of the more important um, <clears throat> nutritional ingredients that's been found to help promote brain development in, in children so omega-3 is very very potent and something that everyone looking to stay healthy should uh, ensure there's an adequate amount in their diet but especially if you're dealing with depression or issues with mood that's not to your liking um, including omega-3 fatty acids in your diet is, can be very influential or very helpful in reducing the, some of those issues another thing that people should realize that it's important is getting out in the sun there's a reason why some of the cities or some of the areas suffering from high high levels of depression also tend to have low levels of sunlight Seattle being probably the most famous example so sun has been directly shown to help boost mood as the actual rays of sunlight can actually improve one's affect, improve um, the body's energy levels. And just, you know, it's essential just for a lot of different things, especially for construction of important vitamins like vitamin D. At least 15 minutes a day is recommended by most health uh, practitioners. So getting out, you know, walking outside when you're feeling down is, you know, can be very helpful in reducing some of those feelings of depression. So consider that next time you feel a little down and out. Uh, if it's raining, maybe because they're taking a nap until the sun comes out and enjoying some of that sunlight. And lastly, things you can do, um, consider just challenging negative thought processes. Having um, negative thoughts come to your mind, try to channel those into positive energy. 
this is where meditation can be very helpful. When you're overrun with negative thoughts and, 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 and feelings, consider going to a quiet place, sitting quietly, and clearing your mind of everything. This would be a great time also to consider using a mantra, like a positive mantra that you want to focus on that'll help you realign some of those negative energies that you may be experiencing. So avoid negative thoughts and, and, and as well, avoid pessimistic friends and associates. You know, energies are definitely spread from one individual to another. So you want to be sure that you surround yourself with people who are thinking in a way you want to be thinking. Hopefully that's positive and forward thinking. So, you know, all those are, are good tips and everything, but for some that may not be enough. So if you're one of those individuals who feel that your situation is a little more serious and you really need professional help, then by all means, that is actually one of the best things you can do for yourself. There's plenty of amazing places you can go to get um, professional help. And there's a whole host of healthcare professionals out there who are specifically trained to deal with such issues like helping people manage depression. So please consider reaching out to a psychiatrist, which is an MD who deals with these issues or or a psychologist who may not be an MD, but also well-trained, highly specialized individual who's very experienced in treating and dealing with mental illnesses like depression. Life coaches and personal uh, helpers can also be of help, but just make sure you look in the background of the qualifications before committing any serious time to such individuals. Again, depression is a very serious issue, and it's very important that if you or any of your loved ones you know, feel that you may be experiencing signs and symptoms of depression, or you may be clinically diagnosed with depression, be sure that you do everything possible to put yourself in the best possible position to come through such a state. And hopefully some of the tips we mentioned in the show can be of assistance to you. If all else fails, please get help. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me again, Dr. Barry MD on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD, D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-M-D. And on our website, 